I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week. Well, usually about twice a week at least. <laughs> I do the best I can. I'm also on five days a week at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas, 8 to 10 mornings. So check the podcast out and subscribe at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show, or check out my live radio show at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ. You can find all the information out about all of that at HeidiHarris.com. Let's talk a little bit today about hiring the wrong person for the job. I wrote a book, came out this year, it's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. And among the stories in the book, I have a couple of stories about being in the wrong situation with the wrong boss. Now, I've been in radio for 20 years, and I've only had really two bosses I didn't like. That's pretty good out of 20 years. And the reason I didn't like them was not necessarily because I think I'm great and they're not. One of them was, I think, mentally ill, and the other one was just gutless. And you have to read my book to get the information on that. Everybody's been through a situation where a coach has been changed, whether you're a football player, basketball player, soccer player, or just somebody who works in an office or any other kind of a job. You can have one boss who thinks you're great on Friday night, and Monday morning a new boss comes in and thinks you have zero talent. We've all been through it. And that's why I wrote about it in my book, because I thought some of the stories of situations I've gone through would be encouraging to folks to make them realize they're not alone in this. No matter what you do, no matter how much talent you have, no matter what some people think of your talent, there's always going to be somebody who thinks you don't have much talent, or they want to bring their buddy in. That's always the thing, right? They can bring their buddy in, sometimes for less money, sometimes for more money. Their buddy may or may not be as qualified as you are, but they will bring them in and they will excuse the behavior that this person does because they brought him in, even if you didn't act nearly that bad. I'll give you a quick example. I was at one particular radio station and the bosses were basically trying to get me to quit because I was making a lot of money and they wanted me out of there because they had changed the way they wanted to do the show. So what they started doing is having my producer check off a list of all, they would write a list of stories that I had to talk about. One of the guys on the show would actually write this list, and they would check off each story. In other words, forget about doing an actual talk show where you're actually talking about issues or things from a, I don't know, what do you want to call it, a stream of consciousness or principle point of view. They wanted you to basically talk about all these stories that they mentioned. And they actually had my producer check off to make sure that I did every story in the lineup, because at the time I was leading the show. Now, when I wasn't there and when somebody else was suddenly leading the show, they didn't care about that. That person was totally off script, did whatever he wanted to, and nobody cared. So I'm not whining. I'm just saying this is typical. Everybody's been through it. You get two sets of standards, right? So I've been watching the situation with Megyn Kelly with great interest ever since she left Fox. Now, I wasn't a person who hated her as much as many of you did. A lot of people on the right totally turned against her when she dared to criticize Trump. Uh, I thought she was talented. I thought she deserved the slot that she had. She basically became a star at Fox. She went from being an attorney to a reporter, and they built her into this amazing star at Fox News. But the people who loved her were the people who watched Fox News. And then many of those people turned against her, although she still had pretty good numbers. And I'm sure she had some lefties watching her, too. But NBC had no idea when they hired her what they were doing. They brought the wrong person in. They didn't realize that she had the stain of Fox on her. 
So nobody who watches NBC was going to embrace her because they thought she was a right-wing nut. That's the way they think Fox viewers are or Fox employees are. And she's far from a right-wing nut. But the NBC viewers were never going to accept her. Many of them didn't know her because they didn't watch Fox News to begin with. And soccer moms certainly weren't going to accept her suddenly softer image. I mean, she went from wearing one particular event. She wore what basically looked like a cocktail waitress outfit and, you know, sleeveless this and sleeveless that and skin tight this and skin tight that to wearing a little blouse with a bow trying to soften her image when she got to NBC, which was a joke. Now, I'm not saying she's not talented. I'm not putting her down as a person. I'm saying she tried to become somebody she wasn't. And she had to because NBC hired the wrong person. She was not the right fit. She may have been a star on one station, but she was not the right fit for that particular situation. So she tried to appeal to the gay rights folks. And the first, I think it was like the first show she did, she had some folks from Will and Grace on. And she offended a lot of gay folks by asking some rude questions of some of the actors. So that got the gay rights people ticked off. And then, of course, they trotted out some video of her interviewing Tony Perkins from the Family Research Council, just interviewing him on Fox News. And of course, according to the gay Stapo, if you even interview somebody from the Family Research Council, clearly you don't like gay people, although she asked Tony Perkins some tough questions like she asked a lot of people. I think Megyn Kelly is good at what she does. She was just the wrong fit for NBC. And it was handled poorly. And I've been on the other end of that without the major money she's making. So I understand. In other words, when she was hired, they kicked Tamron off and also Al Roker off their very popular show. Tamron, I guess, Tamron Hall went somewhere else, just decided to leave the station. And she's doing something else now or leave the network. And uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda got bad ratings because Megyn Kelly didn't give them the proper lead in. They tried a live audience with her. Then they tried her on election coverage. Then they had her interview... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's this name, Alex Jones and Vladimir Putin, and and those things fell completely flat. And so everything she did, she got criticized for. It was very tough to get traction. The people who worked for her, by all accounts, were not on her side. And I can tell you this, if you work with people who don't have your best interests at heart, whether it's the staff, uh, the producers, the cameramen, anything else, it's a nightmare. I have been there. Believe me when I tell you, it is miserable. Once again, I've been there without the big money that Megyn Kelly made. So even though I don't know her, I've been on her show, but I don't know her. And I don't have any animosity toward her like a lot of other people, but I kind of felt for her because she just was put in the wrong spot. And a boss ought to have the wisdom enough to know you aren't the right person for the gig. And when a boss makes that mistake, and then they turn their back on you, and then they don't want to ever take any responsibility for screwing up, then you're really left hung out to dry. Once again, a lot of people hate her and they're glad to see her fall. I'm not one of those folks. Remember when Conan O'Brien was hired to replace Jay Leno, and that show completely tanked, and NBC had to pay him $40 million. $32 million went to him and $7 million went to his staff for him to go away. This is going to be another huge mistake by NBC. Now, there are accounts that Megan had a $69 million contract, in other words, $23 million for three years, or she's halfway through the contract. I don't have any idea how much money is actually on the table. There are reports now that she wants that and more money because she says NBC actively tried to ruin her career. Well, you know what? I could argue that too about some situations I've been in. You'll have to read about them in the book. But I have a different perspective on this, and I don't know what Megan really thinks because these are just the, the gossipy headlines you're seeing. 
God's in charge of my career. There's nobody who's ever been able to destroy my career. I will have a career as long as God wants me to have a career. I put my trust in him. Now, that doesn't mean that Megan shouldn't get every dime out of these people for what they put her through. They hired her. They didn't back her. They couldn't wait to get away from her, basically. And every time there was another ratings fail, all the headlines were coming out because people behind the scenes at NBC and other places were working hard to make her look bad. Once again, she did not have management on her side. And in my situation, I was in a place where one person hired me, thought I was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then somebody came in over him above his level, who only wanted to hear one type of radio, and more explanation about this is in my book. What made me mad about it was the fact that my boss didn't have the courtesy to take me out to lunch or coffee and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry, I brought you in because I wanted this. This new guy is coming in and he wants to do things the old way. I'm really sorry, you're getting screwed over, but I can't do anything about it, I'm powerless. Because I know the boss was powerless. I understand that when someone comes in over his head and makes the decisions that the boss who hired me is not going to be able to do anything. Of course I knew that. But it would have been nice of him to man up and actually talk to me about it like a human being. But instead, he hid under his desk and acted like, why is she still here? Who hired her? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Megan Kelly, it looked like from behind the scenes. And once again, I don't know because I'm not there. It looked as if when the going got tough, Andrew Lack, the guy who hired her from NBC, just didn't back her. He just didn't back her, and they basically threw her under the bus, once again, because she was the wrong hire. She is talented, but she was the wrong person for that environment, and he should have known that. Years ago, I remember when James Brown, uh, who's a very talented broadcaster who works with CBS now, he was on the Fox sports team for years. And the Fox, in my opinion, the Fox NFL show is the best one on TV. Now, I don't watch the NFL anymore, but it's a great show. And uh, they had James Brown, and they had Terry Bradshaw, and Howie Long, and Jimmy, the coach, okay? And then they had Michael Strahan later on. But when they first got rid of James Brown, it happened over the summer, or James Brown left probably for a lot more money. I didn't know it had happened. So the first day of football season, this is probably close to 10 years ago, first day of football season, I turn on the TV, and who do I see sitting at the edge of the desk? Not James Brown, not JB. I see Joe Buck. Now, Joe Buck is an amazingly talented broadcaster. I don't think anybody can argue with that. He's a great baseball guy. He's a great football guy. He does a great job with Troy Aikman. His dad is the legendary Jack Buck. Clearly an enormously talented person. But he was in the wrong situation. You can't just take a talented person and put them anywhere you want to put them and have them flourish, because a lot of times they won't. Or if They're going to, maybe they need to change direction, but they need good coaching and they need people behind them who can help them make the transition. He didn't do that very well. He lasted about two weeks and then they got the replacement guy who I think is great. No JB, but he's good. But the point is Joe Buck was super talented. He was just in the wrong situation. So no matter who you are, you can be in the wrong situation and be very, very talented. But if management doesn't have your back and they all of a sudden go, well, I don't know how she got here. I thought she was going to do this and this because they don't, they're supposed to support you. If they bring you in, they are supposed to give you all the support you need. And then when the Me Too story started coming out, what's Megan Kelly supposed to do? Ignore the Matt Lauer aspect of it, and a lot of people apparently on the staff at NBC got mad at her for talking about that, because she considers herself a journalist first and thought it was still newsworthy, 
And I guess she wanted to be edgy, and that ticked people off. So it seemed like no matter which direction Megyn Kelly turned, there was nothing but failure because people were trying to get her. So I'm not defending her and saying she's some kind of angel. I have no idea the kind of person she is. I really don't. But I know that she was put in a situation that really had very little likelihood of success. I was also reading a story today about how the PR machine at Fox was working overtime to try to constantly highlight anything Megyn Kelly did wrong, which is pretty crappy, too. And that's apparently because the legal folks felt as if she had turned her back on them. I don't know what happened behind the scenes there either, but it's probably true that the Fox folks couldn't wait to fan the flames and make Megyn Kelly look as bad as they could you know, leaking information and all that kind of stuff. And that's a shame because that's the network that made her a star. And ultimately she thought her star would shine brighter on a regular network and it didn't work out that way. So I feel for her, but ultimately this goes back to Andrew Lack, who should have known that she was the wrong fit for NBC. I don't care how big a star she was at Fox. She was not the right fit for NBC and he should own it. And NBC is going to own it, and they're going to have to pay big money. And I don't know if Andrew Lack was the boss when Conan O'Brien was hired. I think he was. This guy, if this is true, this guy will have blown like $80 million making bad decisions. Bad decisions. <laughs> you know, and I know somebody else in radio right now, I won't mention names, who's in a situation where he was hired to replace somebody, and he is not that person, and he's completely different than that person, and now he's getting beat up by management because he's not the person that station needs. It's not necessarily his fault. It's not his lack of talent. It's that he's the wrong person for that lineup. And now he's getting beat up and he'll probably get tossed out the door as a result of it. Once again, not fair. So bosses, please do your homework, hire the right people. And when you hire them, give them what they need, give them support, give them tools, give them encouragement, help them succeed. Because otherwise you're the one who looks bad. You're the one who hired him. <laughs> I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can catch my live radio broadcast weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And, of course, you can catch my podcast at Heidi Harris Show Podcast. I also post them at HeidiHarris.com. Pick up my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head. That's the title, Don't Pat Me on the Head. It's got some great stories about being kicked around because everybody has been. It's not a whiny book at all. I hope what you take away from it is encouragement. If some of the stuff that happened to me, if you told me ahead of time it was going to happen, I'd have called you a liar. But if you told me I could get through it like I did, <laughs> I also would have called you a liar. So I hope it's encouraging to everybody. Check that out also at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.